Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we are going to be talking about some drama that's going on with the LG family in South Korea. And we're also going to review um, the next set of episodes uh, from Dustin with you. Um, That would be episodes 9 through 12. Um, But first, we're going to start off with our K-Music Picks of the Week. So... Oh, I guess also I should say Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> um, okay. I uh, hope everyone uh, is starting off their year, having a great start off to the year. Um, but anyways, so, Amber, what's your K-Music Pick of the Week? Um, I chose Exo's Call Me Baby, but that's just because it's been on repeat this week. It came on randomly when I had it on shuffle, and then I was just like... It's now my favorite song this week, so that's why I picked it. What about you? It's a classic. It's mm-hmm, a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, um, I'm still really into the boys right now. <laughs> so uh, the song, my pick of the week is uh, Roar by the Boys. It's a really great song, um, and it's really, really good choreo. So, yeah, that's about it. Okay, so jumping into the episode, we're going to be talking about the inheritance dispute that's ongoing within LG, which is a holding company in South Korea. Um, For those of you who may not be familiar with LG, although I feel like a lot of people, I feel like it's a a well-known brand globally, but basically um, it's a holding company comprising of 11 publicly traded businesses, including LG Chem, the country's largest materials and chemicals firm, and LG Electronics, whose televisions, dishwashers, and other home appliances are popular worldwide. So basically, the current CEO of LG, Ku Kwang Mo, um, is being sued by his, I guess, adopted, well, yeah, I guess she is, his, by his adoptive mo- mother and his two adoptive sisters, um, they're suing him for his inheritance. Um, so that's basically what's been going on. I think this actually started uh, maybe last year, July or so, is when I first started seeing some articles about what's going on. And the most recent update that I think we have as of right now was like as of December, like mid-December um, of last year. So I'm not sure what's occurred within the past few weeks, but um, we're just going to give our thoughts about what we know about so far um, regarding this matter. Um, So Amber, uh, what are your thoughts? First of all, I just want to say, sorry if you guys hear background noise. I'm not home. So sorry about that. Um, Second, this mess is wild. (laughs) Um, like you said, the last thing I'm going to say, most of my information is from the New York times article that came out back in December. I don't, I didn't really see any updates. Um, so yeah, so all this information from my brain is from this article. Um, I thought it was absolutely crazy. Well, not crazy, but I guess it's like very traditional that one they like pass down the company to only like the oldest son like daughters are completely out of it um 
But reading this article, though, I will say what shocked me the most was that the former chairman, um, I didn't write down his name, but the former chairman, he died without a will. And I was, I don't know why, but I was baffled because I feel like most people, when they have like businesses and they know they have like a lot of assets, they make sure they have a will so everything goes to the, to like the people they wanted to. Um, but I also read in the article that like if there is no will, like most of it goes to like the wife and the daughters. I think if there's no will, but it was also saying. <laughs> They were also, this is all alleged, by the way. I guess alleged, I don't know. There's no, I don't see any concrete proof. So like, don't nobody come for us. But um, but the the mom and the daughters are saying that the, I can't remember if it was the president or one of his people. Hold on, I'm looking to see. Basically, I remember reading that basically somebody had told them that he had a will and that it was all supposed to go to the son. And now they're saying that there is no will because they can't produce it. And so it's just like, what in the world? Like, that's so crazy. But I guess the really crazy part is the inheritance part, which they're suing on because I think it's crazy how they found out because basically they were trying to go the I think it was the daughter was it the daughter who did that or maybe it was all of them I'm not sure um but they basically found out because they couldn't get approved for credit cards and they're like what do you mean like we probably like we're LG like what what's going on like where what do you mean um and so basically, yeah, they just, you know, homeboy wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. And he ba- they basically was just using their money. And he basically was like, oh, um, the employees used some of your money because we didn't have enough because I didn't, LG didn't have enough money or or he personally didn't have enough money to cover the taxes. So he was like, yeah, we just used your money, but we were going to pay you back. Like, were you really going to pay them back? Like, that makes no sense. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I just think that's really weird. And I don't know. I feel like part of it's due to the fact that they are women. And it doesn't seem like they really respect women in terms of um, inheritance. Um, Seems like very big deal on um, men specifically. But I guess that's, like, tradition within the company. But also, I just... I don't know. For some reason, when I heard that he was adopted, I was like, some shady stuff is going to go down. Um, but I will say, the last thing I will say is, I thought it was funny because in when Melissa and I were talking about it earlier, before we like, you know, we came on here, we were talking about, because Melissa was like, it sounds like something from a K-drama. And I thought it was funny because in the actual article, it was like in a legal filing that reads like a K- Korean drama script involving one of the country's biggest corporate employers. And I was just like, Hmm, so we're not the only ones that think this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just think it's just, I don't know. I feel bad for them because they don't even want to take over the company. They just want what's due to them. Um, and it just sounds like everybody else is just greedy and looking out for themselves. Um, and it sucks because they weren't even looking at their finances because people just handled it for them the whole mm-hmm. time. Because I remember reading that they, like, had the little seals 
like they would just do it for the family so like they were very much hands off on like um oh also in korea i guess they use instead of a signature they use a little stamp seal sometimes to sign documents just in case you were confused about what i was saying about the seal um so yeah i don't know i just think this is all crazy and i'm interested to see where this goes and i hope they get what's due to them um because i think that's absolutely wild but yeah that's all I, that's my thoughts what about you melissa <laughs> Um, I guess my thoughts is just that, yeah, I just also thought this was kind of crazy. Um, and I guess, uh, hmm. can I also add something else? Yeah, I don't know that I really have anything more to say. Okay, then I'll just add one more thing. I just want to say, you also know that he was being shady because in the article, he, the, okay, I'm not, I guess I'll just read it because basically the mom went to him and he was like, and, and so like they were like recording conversations with them basically. Um, and they were like, all this time has passed and now we look into it. So much was done without our knowledge. She said, according to a transcript. She's talking about the inheritance and all the transactions that went down, right? And then, so Kwang Mu then goes and says, the hour you mentioned doesn't include me, right? And then he goes to send a letter, a letter in, in January. Oh, wait, hold on. He sends a letter to them. And that's when he explains that, you know, the whole thing that I said earlier about there being short funds, baby, and inheritance, tax, um, under his name so they were paid under hers and all this stuff and we basically learned that like he basically didn't want them to go to um, he basically asked her not to assert her in- inheritance rights um, because it says if the elders each asserted their rights under the inheritance law LG's management control would not have been passed down to the fourth generation as it is now meaning if she had spoke up about it then he wouldn't have gotten the inheritance and mm-hmm. he kept saying like oh don't do this you can't make a big deal because it's not it's not going to look good for the company but like you sir you did this you did this to yourself you and your daddy because his daddy's shady too <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i would say if you guys have a chance i would say go read the article because you learned so much it's so crazy but that's all i had to say Okay, well, yeah, I really don't have much to add. Just that the whole thing is just kind of crazy. And um, I didn't realize that, like, this was still a practice mm-hmm. This in this age where, like, I guess businesses um, are passed down to sons and not daughters. Um but I guess even if that's the case, the way that he went, he's went him and his father and whoever else is involved in this, the, what, the way they went about in getting the, I don't know, shares um, does seem kind of shady. Um, yeah, that was it. Okay, so I'm moving on. Uh, we're going to talk about A Destined With You, episodes 9 to 12. Um, we're going to talk about the storyline, what we think about the show so far, and how I feel about the characters. Um, and then we're going to talk about our predictions for the last 
four episodes and any questions that we had. Um, so, Amber, what do you think so far about the show? Um, first of all, I just want to say I'm never disappointed in this storyline because it just keeps getting better and better each time. And I know midway through, I was a little, little hesitant to see if I was still going to like this show as much as I do, but it's really good. Um, I just have like four things I want to touch on as far as like what happened in it. Um, but I thought it was really funny. I don't know what episode it was, but it had to be after like Hangzhou and Shinyu both was like, we really like each other. But I just thought it was funny because she was like imagining Shinyu and Jake, what's his name? Jake Gyeong. I called him Jay last time, so I'm going to stick with it. Jay. Um, but she calls him Mr. Kwan. So maybe I should just call him Mr. Kwan. Um, but she imagined it all like them fighting over her outside her house and then she saw the motorcyclist coming and then you realize it was all just in her head because I thought it was real for a second I thought they were actually fighting over her but they weren't it was just it was just a little thing in her head and she was like why are humans like this (laughs) that was so funny um also, I thought it was like a boss move when Shinyu exposed Nayeon and um, Hyunso at dinner. Um, and like her face was priceless because she came in and she's like, oh my God, it's dinner. You already ordered my food. And she's like, what do we need wine for? You don't even drink. And then here comes old boy just coming around the corner, sitting down. And they both tried to play like they never met each other before. But he was like, mm-hmm. I know. And he hit him with evidence. So I thought that was so crazy. Um, and then also, it's a small detail, but I really like that um, Shinyu changed Hongjo's name from the civil servant, like haunted house to like Hongjo because she made like a big deal about it. Um, and I thought it was really cool because I don't think they directly mention or show him actually changing her name but it just so happened I think it was was it the last episode I don't know they showed his phone and then it showed like her name and not civil servant and I just thought that was like really cute and then the last thing I want to say is I think it's really cute that Sogu and uh, made a presentation for Eunyoung for why they should live together um and if you guys don't know who that, again those are the two managers at the um what is it called this what do they do? The, the, I can't remember. Oh my God. Anyways, it's just the two people there. <laughs> the two managers. But I just thought it was really cute because I think one of the things I was wondering the last time was if they would get together. And Isn't it called, hmm? it was not called City Hall? Yeah, City Isn't Hall. It? Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Cause I couldn't think of it. Um, so I thought it was so cute because I didn't think they would um, I wasn't sure how they were going to get together but they did and I thought it was really cute when she was like I'm going to go and see my ex-husband and he's like you're going to do what? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> but I just don't I don't know because he her ex-husband played her but anyways that's all I had to say about the storyline Um, I just wanted to like I guess as a piggyback I guess off of the whole restaurant scene I thought that was also a really classy way of him to like basically be like we're done Mm -hmm. without making a scene um 
don't know. I, I really like that. That's the first time I've seen someone break up with someone that classily. Mm-hmm. It's a classily word. I don't know. Um, with such class, I guess, in a drama. And I was like, this, this, he's so, he's, he's, yeah, he's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I like that part too. Um, I think one, I guess overall for me, I just feel like the gardener is just a weirdo. I don't know. And I was think I was wondering if, it's, I, I don't know, well, I don't think this is really a prediction because I thought this, like, as I was watching the show, but I was wondering if he was just, if he was reincarnated from, like, an evil shaman, like, back in the day, which is why he's, like, also knows something about, like, spells and stuff. And I just, and also, I think, because I think, I think it was the last, when we last talked about it, I thought that maybe... Mr. Kwan was also behind some of the crazy things that were going on. Um, but like, like I thought maybe he was taking the pictures or I don't know, but, um, but I think, but I guess now we know that Nyon is working with him and that he's the also, and he's the one that's been taking the pictures. And so I was wondering if like when they met and I was wondering if maybe they met up, after he sent her maybe he sent her the first set of pictures and they met up but I, I don't know I, I don't remember like them saying you know how they how they met initially um maybe I just missed it but um so that was like a question I had in like but anyways um also they never explained what happened to Shinyu after he saw the gardener mm-hmm. just that he woke up in the hospital and he said I think he said he had blacked out so I'm wondering what happened at, when he met up with the gardener like did the gardener actually beat him up or but he didn't have any bruises on his head from what I remember so maybe he didn't I don't know just really weird um so I was just wondering like are they ever going to show us what actually happened to him mm-hmm. um and then also, I was confused why the gardener pushed Hongjo in the hole if he wasn't going to keep her there. And then, and then she didn't, she didn't even remember that it was him who pushed her in there. And so I was like, "What was the whole point of this whole scene?" Like, I, I felt like if she at least remembered someone pushing her, then that would like maybe instill some sort of fear in her, and like maybe she would like. Maybe I I guess I thought that maybe he would think that she wouldn't want to mess with him because he has the power to just like show up out of nowhere and like push her into holes. I don't know. Um, so I thought that was weird. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say, um, he was gonna bury her alive. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. And then, but he had got the call from Shinyu talking about, oh, you know, there. I think he said like there. There, there were bones found or there's oh, a skeleton yeah. found and then he was like oh. and so he had to leave but I don't think she realized that she was put like I don't because she when she fell she was knocked out so mm-hmm. I don't think she realized she was and I don't think she saw him push her either because he did it from behind yeah I thought she would remember like a hand on her back I don't know because he definitely pushed her like on her back didn't he I guess I don't know if he kicked her or, or pushed her. Oh, okay, I can't remember. I don't know. Okay. He just looked very aggressive the way she fell at Dilol. Yeah, and I'm like, how do you not remember? But maybe it all. Maybe she blacked out. Like when she hit her head, like she could have. You know, some people, you know, you lose a little memory there. 
Okay. The whole scene was just weird. <laughs> I guess. And then he was arrested. So, I don't know. But anyways, okay. Well, okay. So, I guess he was gonna bury her alive. He got distracted and she got out the hole. But, like, where did he... Why didn't he... He didn't have to... I don't know. Like, okay, he was gonna bury her alive. Why didn't he just finish burying her alive after he got off the phone with Shinyu? Because I think they needed... He needed to come back. Because... I, I mean, I feel like he... Oh, wait, that's in the predictions part. But I think he needed to come back to... Because mm, Shinyu was like, hey, I'm on my way to the garden. The the, uh. the garden place, I think. And he was like, oh, you can't come. I'm about to leave. And that's when he mentioned the skeletons. The skeleton is only one. Um, And then he just... I can't remember... I just remember Shinyu saying something that made him be like, oh, I need to leave. Like, I need to get back now. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Why did anyone question why there was a big hole in the middle of the forest? Hmm? She was sent it. Oh, I forgot. She was sent it. And so that's why that's why she was there. Because she was like, there was a hole in the middle of the pit. And so <laughs> she was like, oh, I got to go see it because that's her job. And so that's why. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay, I'm I'm done. Okay, I'm done thinking about the pit. The whole scene was just a lot. Um, well, going on the other side, uh, there were some scenes that I thought were cute um throughout these episodes. I thought the office scenes part were cute when like it was reversed from when well, okay, not reversed, but like the in one episode, like she I guess I think he like I don't know he keeps he keeps telling her to like come to his office so he came to she came to his office and then like he like put her in the chair put her mm-hmm. in the chair and like kissed her and then and then his coworker came in and he had to like push her away um and and then the same thing happened when she went to his office and you put him in the chair and she pushed him away and when the co when the same coworker came in it was just really cute it was just really cute um so I like that part. And then another part that I liked so far, I don't, yeah, okay. Okay, another part that I liked was when um, Hongjo had gotten drunk and showed up at Shin Yu's house, which I thought was really cute, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, I've never been that drunk, but it seems like in these dramas, when people get drunk and, like, they, were well, maybe, actually, maybe just in this show, because this, this also happened to him. When he got drunk and he showed up at Hong Joe's house. But she got drunk, showed up at his house. Um, I guess anyways, I didn't finish what I was gonna say. But I was gonna say was that I think it's cute how like when they get drunk, they go to places where I guess they feel like safe, I guess, is how I saw it. But um anyways, and then he was like she was like clinging on to him because she he, he said that he she needed to stick to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was like he was like, oh, how many how many octopuses did you eat that you became one? And she was like, I had a thousand. <laughs> and it was really cute. It was really cute. Um, so that part was cute. Um, so anyways, I guess my point is like, I like how there's, I like seeing their relationship, how their relationship is developing so far, or at least how it developed in these four episodes. It's like, they're still like kind of in the, newlywed are they like officially they're not i can't remember they're not officially together right Mm -hmm. are they officially together Mm -hmm. okay okay oh yeah yeah yeah. sorry yeah they are 
Okay, because I remember her saying to her coworkers, like, oh, actually, we're, we've been dating. And they were, like, upset with her because mm-hmm. they were embarrassing themselves in front of him. Okay, I remember, I remember. That was really okay, funny, so too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, okay. So, I really like that. I like seeing how the relationship, relationship developed. But I guess it all came to an abrupt end. Well, seemingly, kind of. Because she remembered, I think it was episode 12, where she remembers the same thing that he remembers about their past life and how basically he killed her. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like, um, I mean, it seems like maybe she's going to start like distancing herself from him. Um, And I mean, I guess I get it because... I mean, I wouldn't want my boyfriend to, what was he doing? Like, I don't know what the word is, but like, I don't know, retract from her. I don't know, I feel like I'm like reading a book. What is it that like, in, like basically whenever she reached for him, he would be like, oh my God, like don't touch me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the word for that is right now, but. It's a word though. Would... It word is a word, right? <laughs> so like, it's not retract, but it's like, what is it? I don't know. Anyways, but I wouldn't want someone that I'm with, you know, to do that to me either. So I get why maybe she feels like they need to, like, take some time or, I don't know, or maybe just break up. But I don't know. So it ended. So I feel like this episode 12 ended really in a sad way. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping that things get better going forward so i don't know maybe that's a prediction but i mean i don't think that's really a prediction i don't okay so anyway so i don't think that that's a prediction because it actually did happen in episode 12 where you could see her just being like um i don't know how this is gonna work basically so okay so and that's our thoughts about 9 through 12 and in terms of what we think will happen next um Amber, what are your thoughts about, like, predictions and questions? Well, first, kind of like what you said, I'm no longer sus. Um, I don't think Jay, Jay Gyun is suspect anymore. Um, I just think he really likes her. And he was like, I, I feel like his way of doing it is being, like, overly protective or, mm. I don't know, just trying to do too much, really. <laughs> but it's just, it just, his character frustrates me because it's like, he was trying to play one way at the beginning, like, I don't like you. And now it's just too late. You know what I mean? Um, but I did think it was funny when, um, hold on, I'm trying to think of the the scene. I thought it was funny when they were supposed to go to the couple's thing, but, like, it got canceled. And then he took her to the river and it was cold and she was cold. And he was like, yeah, why don't you just stop liking Shinyu because he's never going to break up with the other girl, so just be with me. And I'm just like, boy, that's too late. You're too late for all that. Yeah. And I want to know more about what goes on with him and his father. Like, how did they end up where it was? I mean, it seems like he doesn't like his father because his father keeps asking him for money. Um, mm. But I don't know. I I feel like that's the only thing I really want to know more about his character. Because at this point, he's I'm just like, why are you here? Um, but I guess maybe he'll have more significance later. Um, but that's just some things from like my predictions from the last episode. I mean, from the last time we talked about this. 
Um, but I have three things I want to say that's like kind of new. Um, the first one is uh, that now that the gardener is released from the police station, I'm wondering will he go after Hongjo and do something to her since like Shinyu is like no longer basically going to be there, right? Um, unless oh, I guess I guess unless Jay steps in, so maybe that's why they're keeping him around because he lives right underneath her. So technically, he could also protect her, but. I don't know. And I guess I feel like I have more questions moving forward because I'm wondering why did Shinyu in his past life kill Hongju? Like, like I'm confused. What was the reason? Because when we saw the scene, I feel like I feel like he looked like he was in pain that he had to like it felt like he had to kill her. Like there was a reason mm-hmm. behind it. And so I'm like, what happened? It took everything for me not to just watch episode 13 because <laughs> to know so bad um and then the last thing is it's the whole gardener thing because i need clarification because i feel like i was on the same wavelength as you because i was like is is the gardener obsessed with hongjo because she looks like his wife and is, is that mm. why he also wants to kill her or is he doing this because he's working with Young? but like i'm still not really sure how they got linked up and why she's so rest to ruin their relationship because like I don't even know I don't really think she actually likes Shinyu I think she's just upset that Hongjo is with him and she doesn't like the fact that someone that is quote unquote beneath her or you know what I mean like beneath her status wise is getting her man and he actually likes her Um, and I guess the other question is kind of like what you were saying like he could be connected to their past life because he knows about the spells. But I know that also, like, you can learn about that stuff online or whatever. But, like, I don't know. It just seems... He seems unhinged. Um, so, and I'm just, like... But I'm still lost on why. Like, why is he so obsessed with them? And that, I guess that's the only reason I can come up with it. Like, there has to be some tie to the past life. Or, like, is is it because he's working with Nyan? Like, I don't understand. Or is it because... Is it because she looks like his wife? Because that's what he said. Like, she, she reminds him of his wife or something. But then I'm also trying to figure out why did he kill his wife? Um, I have so many questions. I'm so confused. But I guess we'll find out. But yeah, that's all. That's all I had to say. Um, for me, I'm just glad. I, I'm, I'm glad that the gardener was released mm-hmm. because I was afraid that the story was going to go flat. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, if he's in jail who's gonna be the bad guy (laughs) so um yeah so I'm glad that there's gonna be something more with him involved um and yeah I don't know I mean well my prediction I guess was that he's reincarnated Mm -hmm. um so but I don't know I guess we'll find out why he he wants to like hurt Hongjo so bad um but also I feel like when Nayeon I guess uh, adding on to what you were saying, I feel like she really just likes Shinyu because of the status that he brings. Um, 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 I guess he comes from like a good family, I guess, and like I don't know, <laughs> that's, all, that's, all, that's the only thing I could think of. Or, like you said, maybe she's just jealous of the fact that Hong that he likes Hongjo, and once again, here's Hongjo trying to take one of her will take her man again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, could just be jealousy. 
she's such a brat. <laughs> um, when she went to her father to like try to get Hongjo transferred, mm-hmm. I was like, "You're such a brat! Like, why would you?" I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, but the other thing that I also wanted to. I guess not wanted, but the other prediction that I had was I was wondering if Hongjo is able to see if she'll if she will be able to see Shinyu's future or like the future of others because I remember in the flashbacks to their past lives, the little Shinyu, old Shinyu, little Shinyu. Yeah, I know. What you I, mean. Know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay, because I can't remember what his what his actual name is. I can't remember either. <laughs> but P was telling the. I think I think the other girl's name was like Encho in her past life. Let me look. Let me look. So we can Okay. <laughs> let me look. Um don't they have like a past here? Here we go. Here we go. So 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 Hanjo's last name from her past life was Encho. Um okay. was Jiang Mujin. Okay. Okay, I remember Angel because I kept talking about her since the beginning. But um, anyways, yeah, he, him, Mujin, mm-hmm. uh, he was telling her like, oh, like, how does it feel? How like you can see other people's future, but you can't see your own. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'm wondering since these things, since their past lives are coming back to Shinyu and Hongjo now, if like the same thing's gonna happen to her. Um. So, I don't know. I was just wondering. I'm just wondering if that's going to happen to her. Um, and, um, yeah, that's, I don't, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I was thinking about regarding the episodes and predictions. So, there's just one more thing I want to mention. I'm mm-hmm. also very curious to see, actually, I was very curious as to why. Um, they were inviting Hongjo to the father's birthday. Like, I was wondering what was going to happen there. Um, oh, like his dad invited, wanted him to bring Hongjo so they could meet the girl that, um, <laughs> you don't remember. It was very like minor. It was because she was, because he was like, oh, I have something to tell you. I think it was when they were on the mountain at the end in the snow okay. in the snow or something and he was like oh yeah my family wants you to come and she's like yeah I won't be able to do that and that's when like everything uh, happened but um, okay I just thought it was weird that he they even invited her like I I don't know for some reason I feel like they were going to try to make it seem like she can't be chosen like I don't know <laughs> she can't be chosen <laughs> like she wasn't good enough because uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know that's just how K-dramas work in my mind because the way yeah. the way the way that the father and the mayor were still meeting as if like they really were still gonna be together. Um, but I don't know, because that was before the whole dinner scene and Shinyu was like, Oh, this is how y'all gonna be? All right, finish your dinner. So, <laughs> that's when everything happened. He was like, I'll show you. Um, so yeah, I was just very curious. Like I I don't know. I'm curious about what their um what will happen with the family or even if Shinyu will eventually like tell them like hey like she's the the I guess he kept calling her the witch that cursed our family or something like if Mm. he'll if he'll be like oh yeah she can break it she's she can break the curse or whatever um because I feel like his dad will believe him because he knows that like you know everything 
within the family and how important the the shrine is that what it was called the shrine was where was the place where the shaman was isn't that what it was called i don't remember um the thing in the woods um Mm -hmm. because that's been passed down generations and they know how important it was so i think i don't know maybe that will give her like a leg up and that's why the father might accept her or give her like an in but okay yep that's all those are my predictions you got anything else to say about anything lg um lg or in the destined with you um i guess Mm, not really i mean okay the only thing that was that i guess i wanted to add but i didn't know like how it was like tied into anything because at the end of the day they're due their money but um i just think it's strange how they adopted the how the 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 previous ceo of lg had adopted his 26 year old nephew just so that they can have a male to pass down the company to i don't know i just think that's i mean i guess i get that it's tradition i guess but at what point just common sense like i don't know like if you have daughters that are fully who are fully capable of running a business although it seems like maybe they may not be if they didn't realize for years for five years Mm -hmm. that they were that he was pulling out money from their uh, personal accounts possibly to help pay the heroin tax maybe they but maybe they didn't put too much like thought into like their finances because they knew that they weren't going to like that they knew that the company was wasn't going to be passed down to them anyways mm-hmm. so i guess like if you grow up with a mindset where like well i don't need to worry about this or whatever because i'm not gonna like i'm just gonna be able just gonna do whatever i want to do and i'm not gonna need to like have oversight of stuff then i guess you wouldn't so i guess it's not fair to say that either I just thought it was, I just think it's strange that they go through all of these lengths, these these big conglomerates go through all these lengths just to keep in tradition with like passing down your company to other males when you have capable, you have children that I'm assuming are going to be are just as capable of running these companies as their brothers or whatever and Anyways, and I guess the, and, and one thing that I don't know if we mentioned it, but that this is the first time that they've had an, a dispute with it with the inheritance in this in the Cool family since LG was founded in 1947. And like I memorized that because I'm just like that's crazy, like that's almost 80 years with no issues, and now with the adopted <laughs> CEO, mm-hmm. all of these things are coming out so i'm interested to kind of i don't know if i'm if i'm gonna like actually keep up with what's going on with this case unless it just somehow comes across like i don't know my social medias or whatever but um i am interested to see what happens um with the daughters and um and their mom and the widow i guess um so that part I think that part of it I thought was interesting like the all the intricacies of like how much the inheritance was and inheritance tax laws and stuff of South Korea I'm just like it kind of goes over my head 
but like at the core of it to me it's like why would you go through all these lengths just like I just don't understand I guess I don't understand why it's so important that a male inherits the company and I guess because I feel like here there's women that are there are women that are like running companies like really big companies I mean I don't know any off the top of my head right now (laughs) but I know there's women CEOs but then also I don't know how I guess I can think of like maybe some hoteliers I guess that's what they're called like here that are based in the U.S. that are like kind of kept in the family but I don't know how many family run conglomerates I guess we have in the U.S. Um, so I don't know I was just thinking that's that's really what I was thinking about in terms of like this whole situation. I also just want to add when you're talking about them being adopted or whatever um (laughs) In the article, they also mentioned how, like, it seemed like they were pressured to adopt him, and they, like, just reluctantly did it because the mm-hmm. wife was older and they couldn't produce another son. But, like, I now understand why they were so reluctant about it. And so that I think they'll never, ever do this whole adoption thing ever again, I think. But also the article had mentioned how, you know, it's something, something happens that, like, this lawsuit could really harm or or question put in question like the the way the big conglomerates mm. do inheritance like it could cause issues not just for LG but for like Samsung and I think they had mentioned I think SK which is I think a cell phone company or something like that but they were like some of the top ones like they I think they also followed some sort of inheritance thing and they said if this becomes bigger than it actually is. It could really cause issues for the way all of those are run because all of them are always kept within the family. And so there might be mm. an issue with within family inheritance later on down the road. So I guess that's also why they're trying to like tamper this situation down. But I just feel like just give them their money and then this would not be an issue. But whatever. Anyways, anything else yeah. to say? no nothing more to say um just just some that was it Mm -hmm. okay well thank you for listening um if you have any thoughts on you know lg if you're also watching dustin with you you know please let us know um you can contact us on instagram x formerly known as twitter on or you can email us. Um, the links are in the description. If you want to hear more, please subscribe and follow. Thank you for joining us today. And we hope you stay safe. And we will talk to you next time.